Your boss put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello there, and welcome back to the Diversity Dude podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And for those of you who are interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond what I share in podcasts like this, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, nationally recognized for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. Designed for more than just therapists, if you're a helping professional in any way, diversity in clinical practice can help you meet the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve. And it's available in paper and audiobook versions for your convenience. And whether it be through my one-on-one relationship-building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author or speaker, know that my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So today, I want to share with you a few encouraging words about what to do when change needs to happen. During my most recent podcast, I explored a few things to consider when it feels like something or someone is just wrong and needs to change particularly as it relates to exploring internally whether something really needs to change or whether it's just a difference between you and someone else. And just because something is different doesn't mean that it's a problem. To hear a healthy perspective on that, feel free to go back and review that message after this one concludes. Today, I want to build upon that same dilemma, but focus not on accepting the existence of differences, but instead on those times when something indeed needs to change and how to helpfully bring about that change. Now, since every situation is different, it can be difficult to propose a rule or recommendation that can apply no matter the circumstance. However, here are a few guiding principles to consider that you can use to help you make the best decision possible in the moment. Consideration number one, determine whether change is a preference or a need. Since for the purposes of this conversation, we're focusing on situations that legitimately warrant change. This exploration is whether change is a preference or a need. It's not the same thing as whether it's important or unimportant. Rather, it's a recommendation to assess whether change needs to happen for you to continue functioning in your capacity at all, or whether you would benefit from change in order to feel more comfortable functioning in that capacity. If change does indeed need to happen for you to function at all, then there's understandably a sense of immediacy and urgency to it. And there might even be a severity of harm in the way it's impacting you or someone else or many someone else's that cannot continue any further. If that's the case, then your message, who you express that message to and how you express it should reflect that level of significance, danger and urgency. However, If it's a strong preference in order for you to feel more comfortable, then while your comfortability and self-care efforts and overall well-being are legitimate and definitely are still important, you may also have the luxury of time to gather resources in convincing someone else to care in a similar way about your well-being enough to make changes individually or structurally. Or you may even have the option to leave the situation altogether to pursue a higher level of personal care not because you could no longer perform in the previous environment, but because you would no longer want to for the betterment of your overall well-being. Consideration number two, determine whether the change you seek benefits you or whether you're advocating for the benefit of others. This is similarly relevant because if you're advocating for change for your personal well-being, then you would be best served to reveal how the current unchanged reality is negatively impacting you 
hope that those in the power to change things care and request quietly or assertively whether the situation whichever the situation calls for that things be changed if however you are advocating for change for the benefit of others then your supporting resources examples and requests for change should reflect such on a broader scale what you don't want to do is assume that situations that inconvenience you are automatically experienced the same way by everyone else believing then that change that benefits you will obviously benefit others or that your needs are everyone else's needs. This faulty logic also contributes to frustration and resentment based on the belief that since my needs are everyone else's needs, the lack of sufficient effort to meet those needs already, before I even have to say anything, must be a sign of callous disregard for all of our needs. When in reality, there are times, often, when your needs are neither shared nor obvious. And once those needs are made more clear, then there will be less resistance than expected in helping you meet your needs more effectively. We'll get to today's topic, but first. You manage expenses. You manage risk. You manage market fluctuations. You manage productivity, inventory, and delivery. And some days, you just manage. Work with a banker who understands that helping your business through challenging times takes a thoughtful plan, creative thinking, and a partner you can count on. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Ridership on Metro Transit is up. The number of folks taking buses, light rail, commuter trains has jumped by 21% over last year. This means more reliable, extended service and more connection for all of us riders. Have you noticed the expanded service on some key routes? Trips have been added to the Metro Orange Line, and the frequency has improved to every 15 minutes. And the Metro A Line operates every 10 minutes between noon and 6 p.m. on weekdays. Not only that, the bus route that operates in the core routes 2, 10, and 18 all have weekday service increased to every 10 minutes between noon and 6 p.m. All across the system, you're seeing service that is available earlier and later and more service available on weekends. So come along for the ride on your Metro Transit. Election Day is almost here. On November 7th, important elections are being held across the Metro and it is time to plan your vote and make a difference in your community. Your vote matters. Your voice matters. Don't miss out on the chance to shape the future where you live. To register to vote, see who's on the ballot, and find your polling place, and more, visit mnvotes.gov slash pollfinder. Again, that's mnvotes.gov slash pollfinder. As the temperatures dip, it's leaf raking season. But what do you do with all those piles of leaves? Did you know that it's illegal to put your yard waste in your trash? In Ramsey County, you can drop all of your leaves, grass clippings, and branches at a Ramsey County yard waste collection site. That's where you can also take your pumpkins, hay bales, and corn stalks with any decorations removed. When you're at the yard waste collection site, you will see the designated piles where you can empty your bags of yard waste. And it's all free for Ramsey County residents. Find out more about what you can bring to a yard waste collection site at RamseyRecycles.com slash yard waste. That's RamseyRecycles.com slash yard waste. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. 
Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. Navigating the healthcare system for our families sure can get confusing, especially when your child is covered by medical assistance health plans. But Hennepin County Child and Teen Clinics is here to help. Their caring specialists can help you connect to clinics and specialists that take your coverage, whether you live in the city or the suburbs. At Hennepin County Child and Teen Clinics, they can help you find and schedule dentists who will provide dental care for your kids. No transportation to get to the doctor? No problem. Hennepin County Child and Teen Clinics can even help you get your kids to their appointments, whether it's for their annual checkup or if they're sick and need to see a doctor. These are your benefits, so take advantage of them. Hennepin County Child and Teen Clinics covers children from birth to age 20. They're here in your community to help your kids grow up strong and healthy. Need more information? Call 612-348-5131. That's 612-348-5131 for Hennepin County Child and Teen Clinics. In the end, whether you are advocating for the needs of a large community or just yourself, those needs are nonetheless all still relevant. But clarity in whose needs you're trying to meet and related examples of the negative impact on the present way as you make recommendations for a new changed way of doing things has the potential to be heard more clearly and garner more support for that change. In consideration number three, determine whether change requests can be handled directly or whether outside support is needed. What do I mean here? Well, just because something is important and legitimately needs to change, not because it's different or inconvenient, but because if unchanged, it is and will continue to have a negative impact on someone or many someone's doesn't mean that someone has to be called out or confronted publicly, impacting them in sometimes irreparable ways in the process. This is especially the case when the other person or entity wasn't even actively or knowledgeably opposing your change. Instead, they either didn't know the impact they were having on you, or if they did, did not fully grasp the severity of the impact. But as I mentioned previously, this is not about assuming the best out of a toxically positive benefit of the doubt mentality even in the face of harm toward others. Instead, it's a consideration to respond at the level the behavior calls for. If you confront someone directly and inform them of the negative impact their behavior is having on others, and they respond directly or indirectly telling you that they just don't care about the negative impact they're having on others, and thus they have no desire to change, effectively continuing that harm, then go right ahead and advocate for the safety and well-being of, of yourself and others by effectively going over their heads, seeking the level of influence, either through higher organizational leadership or broader social influence and pressure to either motivate that person to change or, if needed, get that person's decision-making power removed. This is not an attempt to cancel someone from existence or even declare that that person isn't worthy of inclusion in society. 
Rather, to communicate that leadership of others is a privilege that should be given to those who will make intentional efforts to care for the well-being of everyone under their leadership rather than a select few. And again, sometimes hard truths can be communicated personally and quietly, yet in a direct and effective way. And at other times, some people can only hear and be willing to modify their behavior when confronted assertively and with external pressure. The challenge is knowing or discerning which the situation calls for. If you always lead with a heavy hand, you'll likely find yourself being the one contributing to perceived unearned harm and aggression. And if you're not sure which is which, if you're not in an immediate crisis and time permits, then lead with the personal direct approach first. A hard truth delivered tactically may not only garner change, but also mutual respect over time. And if it's not received, then you can move forward with the assertive approach, knowing that you haven't done so prematurely. But because their response or lack thereof to the tactful approach justified the need for a more assertive approach, not out of reactive anger, but strategic advocacy. Those who don't like it would need to do more than just say, well, it don't take all of that. Because experience rather than speculation would suggest that it indeed does take all of that. And hopefully we can work together to find the right solution that matches the circumstance at hand. It's not about being active versus passive, loud versus quiet, but about tactful, responsible action. My hope for you is that if you found yourself in a situation that legitimately wants change, that you would avoid the trap of responding in the same cookie cutter way to every difficult situation, whether it be too assertive or too passive, too loud or too quiet, and instead that you would develop a habit of discerning what is needed for the situation in front of you and to respond with tactful and responsible action. Explore what it really is that needs to change, who benefits and the consequences if nothing changes. Then directly address these concerns to those in a position to do something about it. If they respond well, then appreciate it, even if it shouldn't have had to be said and move forward knowing that your breath was not wasted. And if they do not respond well, then determine what next steps are appropriate to make the situation inconvenient enough for them to want to change, not as punishment, but in order to ensure that everyone needs, everyone's needs are being met as often as reasonably possible. And with that, I'll say thanks again for listening to the Diversity Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of a shame free or empowering guest speaker or training on this often sensitive topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.diversitymadesimple.com. And if you know of anyone else who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on this often difficult topic of diversity, feel free to send them a link to this podcast so they can be encouraged as well. Or share with them my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available at Amazon.com. And as usual, I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in as many future podcasts as possible to help you improve as many relationships as you can at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this. You don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in, and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Have you heard the news about the new COVID-19 vaccine? The FDA has just approved the updated vaccine, and it's now available to keep you and your family safe. So get ready to roll up your sleeve. 
These vaccines are an effective tool to fight COVID-19. They target the variants that we know are circulating in our communities right now. So make a plan for you and your family. Contact your doctor, your clinic, your healthcare provider, or your local pharmacist and schedule appointments. The vaccine is authorized and recommended for all Minnesotans age six months and older. Stay safe this fall and winter with the new COVID-19 vaccine. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. The best healthcare is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a healthcare partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. Election day is coming up. I know you haven't seen many yard signs and your TV and radio aren't full of back-to-back campaign ads. But in Minnesota, there is an election on Tuesday, November 7th. In Hennepin County, voters will go to the polls to choose city council and school board members. And this year, eligibility to vote has been expanded. Under a new law, people who are on probation and parole for felony sentences can now cast their ballots. In Hennepin County alone, this extends the precious right to vote to 16,000 people. Are you not sure where your polling place is or how to vote early? It's easy to find out. Go to mnvotes.com slash myballot. That's mnvotes.com slash myballot. When you vote this year, you can make sure your registration is current or you can update it. And even more important, when you vote on November 7th, you can make sure your voice is heard. Here comes the sun. We all know that solar power can be a big part of the solution for our energy needs. Solar power is clean renewable, and best of all, that sunshine is cheap and plentiful. Sure, it sounds great to have solar energy added to the mix, but how are you going to do that? The answer is easier than you think. 
The answer is Community Solar. Community Solar lets you join a solar farm that produces energy on your behalf. Electricity is produced by your solar farm and goes out to your local power grid. That allows you as a Community Solar member to remain with Excel as your utility and earn solar credits, reducing your normal bill. You save big on electricity while you save the environment. And you can do your part to support clean energy without installing solar panels on your roof. That's right. There's no home visits, no equipment, new equipment, construction, or maintenance. You don't even need to own your home or be a member of a solar power. You don't even need to own your home to be a member of a solar farm. Renters can enroll and save too. Right now, if you go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta, you can get a $100 Visa gift card when you successfully enroll and are placed on a farm. Check it out. You can sign up for your membership in three minutes flat. Shaletta listeners, get going with Community Solar and get that $100 Visa gift card. Once again, your first step is to go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org Metro Transit is hiring. Right now, Metro Transit is looking for mechanics and technicians. These workers do the important work of diagnosing, repairing, and performing preventative maintenance on Metro Transit buses, light rail, commuter trains, and other vehicles. Metro Transit is hiring for maintenance of the way technicians for tracks and railway systems. Starting pay ranges from $29.72 to up to $41 an hour. If you're looking for a secure job that offers a great salary, competitive benefits, and a pension, look no further than Metro Transit. Right now, there's even a $4,000 hiring bonus for these positions. Sweet! Find out more at metrotransit.org slash mechanic dash hiring. That's metrotransit.org slash mechanic dash hiring. Keep your community on the move with a new career with Metro Transit. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 